season three, episode four of Arts Interrupted, the Michigan Daily's premier arts and culture podcast. Today we're going to be talking about reality TV, why people like it, is it really good for us, and everything in between. But first, here's the weekly roundup. 21 Savage, actually born in the UK. He was deported by ICE and now we'll just see what happens i guess i feel like that was a big shock to everyone because who knew he was british not me i didn't either and apparently he was arrested by ice only a week or two after one of his guest verses on i can't remember whose song Mm -hmm. he openly criticized ice for separating children from their families the plot thickens so is ICE targeting people who are publicly criticizing them? I certainly don't think that it's not Not plausible, yeah. But in other news, we also had a Super Bowl. I watched and sort of paid attention, (laughs) and one thing that caught my ears time and time again (laughs) was the announcers really, there must have been some kind of uh, advertising deal where they had to refer to the halftime show as music's biggest moment really <laughs> <laughs> i was at work so i didn't watch it yeah. i'm so sorry it was really not upsetting, american but it was uh maroon five yeah travis scott and big boy and, and spongebob also yeah like but three like seconds yeah kind of a big disappointment huge letdown yeah huge letdown. sweet victory a jam yep but at the end of the day the halftime show still sparked what i thought was an interesting discussion regarding yes the way that the public reacts to areolas <laughs> areolas of different people um adam levine that's right. his name right that is his name <laughs> adam levine he basically the halftime show was a prolonged uh strip, strip tease. tease by adam yeah. levine and you know hey like, it's not horrible like i wouldn't i don't hate it it would have been better without the audio but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Maroon Five is it? Are they that bad? I don't think they're that bad. They're not that bad, but no. just the controversy surrounding yeah. the halftime show, and you know who was asked to play. Oh, for sure, yeah. And then there was a bit of a falling out between Travis Scott and his people, mm-hmm. and Colin Kaepernick and his people. Right. Um, all the same, male nipples versus female nipples. Pretty the same, <laughs> I <Yeah>. would say so. <laughs> And we have a confirmed no host for the Oscars. So that'll be interesting to see. First time in 30 years. Yeah. And we said this previously on our Oscars podcast. You guys should listen to it, maybe. In other news, following in the wake of the poorly conceived and ill-received, rightfully so, I might add, Mm -hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, we've got a couple of biopics about... David Bowie and Elton John coming out soon, as well as what looks to be a pretty legit mm-hmm. documentary, documentary sort of film mm-hmm. about the Beatles. Yes, it is going to be directed by Peter Jackson, who directed Lord of the Rings, and yeah. it's going to have some features of Ringo Starr, Yoko Ono, Paul McCartney. Smog. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't <laughs> wait for... All of those people and Smog. And um, <laughs> Takashi69. The worst. Who we don't like. 
pleaded guilty of nine crimes, saying that he joined a violent New York gang and helped others to try to kill a rival gang member. He is going to face up to 47 years in prison. Prison, no, minimum 47 years and a maximum life sentence. But, you know, he's rich and famous, so. And to be awful. And horrible. So we don't even know what's going to happen with that. We really don't. We're optimistic. We sure like to think we are. (laughs) And a final note for our weekly roundup here. uh, Hanif Abdurakib's third book is out now. It is a nonfiction look at the work and history of a tribe called Quest. Very cool. Um, The book is already getting all sorts of good reviews. And if you haven't heard of Hanif Abdurakib, his excellent collection of essays, They Can't Kill Us Until They Kill Us, came out in 2017 highly recommend it mm-hmm. highly highly recommend it Indeed. and so now we're gonna kick it <laughs> yes we can y- yeah oh you get it yeah <laughs> to the episode <laughs> One more time. I am Sam Small. I'm Olive Scott. I'm Livia McKenzie. And I'm Sean Lang. Cool. Take Um, it away. So I'm going to introduce the history segment just so we can ground ourselves in where reality television sits in entertainment history. So the first ever reality TV show was called An American Family, and that was about a middle-class family Um, They were called The Louds, and they're from California. It was a huge hit. Um, There was one season with 12 episodes that were each an hour long. The oldest son, Lance, um, became a huge celebrity, and he was actually one of the first openly gay TV stars. Um, And then in 1983, they brought it back um, as a documentary, and that was kind of like, oh, people really want to pay attention to people's lives because they were like middle class and it wasn't just like, it wasn't scripted and everything. And then in 1992, The Real World and Big Brother in 2000 came up. And that's really when reality TV kicked off. Big Brother and Survivor were two of the big first um reality tv shows and they were actually from the netherlands and sweden which is really interesting because Mm -hmm. we think of reality tv as such an american thing now reality tv is a huge deal like everybody watches it everybody loves to complain about it and to quote a new yorker article (laughs) one of the biggest differences between today's reality tv and its 1973 antecedent is the genre's status Having outgrown PBS, it has inherited the rotten reputation that once attached to the medium itself. Reality television is the television of television. So, it's a little history for you. I think now reality TV is so normalized that it doesn't have the, like, shame attached to it. And, like, when you associate or, like, when you say that you like a reality show, like, I don't think there's that shame of like, oh, I need to watch this alone. It's my guilty pleasure. Mm -hmm. Like people are way more open about it, which I think is cool because like I'm a huge fan of reality TV. And like I know a lot of people who have that like one show. Yeah, it's weird. It's viewed as less like lowbrow than it used to be. But 
the shows have just gotten absurd and disgusting like 90 day fiance and like yeah all of those (laughs) islands where they just throw the the uh single people on them and wait for somebody naked and afraid i love love island wait for them to catch a I like reality TV when it's like something you can do with like a whole bunch of people like you can follow like a season type yeah. of thing like I remember being 10 and watching American Idol with my mom every season heavily convinced that I was gonna win one day heavily <laughs> convinced and I remember like everyone would go to school and be like who's gonna win David Cook or was it Archuleta yeah yes oh, yeah. Yeah, Archuleta that was a big scandal in Costello Elementary. So <laughs> it's weird because like that was one of the first instances. Like you could text in who you wanted to. Right. Like that, I didn't watch that, that show. Created but, like, it, X like, Factor, The Voice, yeah, like, America's Best Dance Crew, which was so cool. It's like the original <laughs> the Twitter because it's like you all experience the same thing, mm-hmm. and then you exactly. like can interact with it in a way you couldn't really and then now right. you have like hashtag the mm-hmm. what's that show pretty little liars i just right. remembered that exactly yeah Huge hashtag. i think american idol is actually like was a good reality show because it did bring families together like my family watched it together and it was something that like my mom would cry like at some auditions. I would cry. She still does. I that, still like, cry at auditions. Mom, hi, mom, if you're watching this. <laughs> she still does. Like, how do you watch a podcast? Some of the I think <laughs> with your I ears. Think some of the shows. I think some of the shows are like inspirational, like in a good way. Like, yeah. I understand America's Next Top Model is problematic. I really do. I loved that shit. Be- but I did, and when like Tyra Banks is kind of like a goddess. I just think Love it's weird show. how like varied the like reality tv is a genre but there's so many like sh- sub genres because yes. there's like the stuff you can watch with your mom and then there's like the bachelor which is like the stuff you can watch with your friends oh that's totally overestimating the amount of moms that watch the they bachelor watch, i meant the kids. bachelor in paradise oh too saucy the yeah. one where they're all just <laughs> on, an on a tropical island and there's bikinis involved every day i don't watch that with my mom or like X-rated. Jersey Shore. Yeah. But then there's like Jersey Shore was also pretty like revolutionary. In sixth grade, I caught my dad watching Jersey Shore and like I did not know what to do with myself. Like I felt like I had watched him I saw him like watching something like really dirty and like bad. Exactly. It it made me feel weird. But then like when I got older, I really when they would play the reruns at MTV, like I kinda got into Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. They brought New Jersey like a huge following. It felt so far away. But it was also so close, so it was, like, cool to see. Oh, weird. Also, I I remember, like, watching it when it was on TV, and I was, like, very obviously too young to, like, understand what was all going on. But I remember watching the original, like, the first time they aired the Sam. When we were at the club, Ron, blah, blah, blah. I remember watching that, and now it's like a meme again. It's like a tapestry. Many people have have tapestry me with that caption. Yeah. Because my name is Sam. It's just like, that kind of goes back to your point, is like, it's no longer just this like, dumb show that existed, and like, dumb people watched it. It's now like, it's like our meme, and it's like, funny, and like, people Reality shows have a lot of cultural revelation. Relevance. 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 I revel in it. I do. 
Um, but I personally, I like the shows where they just like put a bunch of people in a house and are like, all right, yeah, good luck. Live. <laughs> I'm just like into that. And I honestly watch a lot of those shows alone. Yeah. Like I like watching them alone. I think it's just a good like brain nap. Also, there's <laughs> cooking shows, which are reality cooking TV. Shows. Yeah, that's true. There's so Chopped. many. Is that like reality? Would you say? I don't know. I was. Uh, I, is. I yeah. think what that raises an define? interesting <laughs> question because even with American Idol, I think some people would lean towards like game show almost. Even, yeah. Even mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Chopped. Game Chopped show. Game show. Well, game it's show for sure. It's Great British Baking Show. Fantastic. That's game I've show. never. No, it's seen not. It, it's not a game show because it's it's um it's unscripted television and game shows there's but uh, yeah. i think a game show is like you have to answer questions but no. but that's not the it's a, a competitive games are yeah. so competition much more. show <laughs> yeah because i i guess like all the shows are competitive like the bachelor is yeah. competitive and that's but real TV. housewives isn't competitive hmm. yeah but it's still re- and the kardashians yeah. aren't competitive Kardashians. Kardashians. Yeah. I well, love the Kardashians. Oh. So we'll get to, get that, into that. I'm not ready for it. We yeah. should define first. Yeah. Okay. I was just gonna say that I got you into you the Kardashians. So you I've did? been watching Creds it for a while. Cuts to me oh, though. No. She rekindled. So do we think that there is? We're allowing some overlap in in what is a game show yeah. and what is yeah. reality show. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Because. Yeah, American Idol is a game show, but it's also for sure reality. Yeah, because you know yeah. you get the backstories. Yeah. The thing know, is, some I don't of the think contestants yeah. fall in love. Like, who knows? I don't. Yeah, I think what all have said before, how the genre has just expanded, and like now it can mean so many things. But I definitely do yeah. think there's like a Venn diagram that's like game shows, <laughs> reality shows, and then there's like a lot of overlap for in sure. there. Yes, I would agree. And something that i was thinking about earlier too especially for these ones that occupy that middle space between reality show and game show i think of we talked about how audiences were first able to participate in what they were watching week Mm -hmm. to week and they were voting Mm -hmm. at contestants and that sort of thing it's almost like a really surface level way more fun version of politics yes And we were talking, unfortunately, before we started recording, a little <laughs> bit about Newt Gingrich. <laughs> and I think that that discussion might have some relevance yeah. to reality TV. Because he was doing something that was trashy. So I was recently listening to a podcast. It was This American Life. You should all listen to it if you already aren't. Um, and they did a segment on Newt Gingrich and how he kind of like brought in the modern way that politics function as a very just like nasty Republican versus Democrat game and um, he did it by using TV so what he did was he found some rule in um, I don't just in politics I don't know yeah yeah, some yeah some like weird rule that at the end of any like Congress hearing when they had all the congressmen senators house representatives whatever it was I don't remember exactly um, any congressman could call for a specific amount of time and could just take the floor for whatever reason and for however long as they want. And no one really used it because like no one really saw any purpose for it until they started recording these sessions and airing them on TV. So at the time, Republicans, Democrats kind of didn't get along, but it was a very government was a very internal affair 
you know, the public obviously knew it was going on, but not as much as they soon would because Newt Gingrich would take this time and he had an audience of about 30 million people and would just like slam the Democrats. Democrats were in power for the past like 30 years. There was no end in sight to like the Democratic reign. And he started basically exploiting this new system of TV and just was being like totally nasty, just super like he was like sensationalizing politics. It was so politically incorrect for the time. So he would go on here and he like demonized Democrats and it worked. He took a specific Democratic candidate and basically did something that's unfortunately pretty familiar to us today and equated all Democrats to this one terrible Democrat and just like turned the American people against the Democratic Party. Basically the Republican Party in at, at this at this time like used reality TV. Well, it wasn't reality TV, but I mean, well, you know, I, I mean that could fall somewhere about. in our yeah. Venn diagram, you know, yeah. like he knew people were watching. He had an mm -hmm. audience on average of like 30 million people and was just technically not breaking any rules but just yeah. being like super nasty politically Wait. incorrect uh, i and think like the obsession like pe american people like obsession with watching just real not just like scripted things anymore mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. started that and then you can talk about like the oj simpson trial and how literally people were watching a trial instead of the nba finals like they literally mm -hmm. had the finals like on a little box in the bottom of the screen and so i think that kind of coincides with this conversation because it's like well and then you can talk about like true crime shows like is that reality tv but like yeah. people some people like love to watch that that those shows yeah it's like this weird thing where because of tv we've taken things that prior to tv were like taken very seriously and yeah. very they were they were highly structured things politics yeah court cases yeah very formal very they there was a way of doing things yeah and then all of a sudden you put a camera there mm -hmm. and people are watching and the people who are the cameras are aimed at know that people are watching yeah. and know that they can get a reaction out yeah. of the people for their benefit and it just created mm -hmm. i think kind of what we see today mm -hmm. and there's I mean, there's a lot of good that can come from that. People can spread good messages, mm -hmm. but people can spread bad messages too and kind of exploit the system. Like schadenfreude is a thing where we like to see people suffer. And okay. so I think we kind of inherently like disorder. And so just like mm -hmm. exploiting that system. And yeah. I think post Watergate, like politics really changed a lot because it was like the first time you realized this is a very different <laughs> conversation than reality yeah. to me. But, um, I, yeah. yeah, and by the way, we'll I, circle, yeah, I'm no like think, yeah. expert on politics. We'll circle back <laughs> not, to the Kardashians in a second. Um, but Watergate was when people first realized like, oh, politicians lie to you and They're people corrupt, yeah. are corrupt. And mm -hmm. so it was just like, I think right after, from after that, people just kind of realized like everything is a shit show and I can do whatever I want. And so... I do kind of think that like TV started to react to like show that like you had like fewer Archie bunkers and fewer shows like MASH where it's like disorder but it's all like within structures that we're used to and stuff like that and then you have like The Bachelor which is just like a total degradation of like the idea of love. I, yeah. I, I mean I think the world's been broken for forever. And, like, <laughs> well with like the incorporation of TV like into like politics it's just like you talk to your friends you're like did you see what Trump said? Did you mm -hmm. see what Blank said? Which is like a similar thing to when you're watching The Bachelor and you're like, yeah. did you see what that girl on, like when she got out of the limo, she was wearing a 
shark onesie or yeah. like something like that. It's like, did you see this crazy thing that happened? Politics like, is like, politics and reality TV in that way are like riding the same wave of mm -hmm. just like, I don't even know if it's riding a wave. I think it's more of like the viewers are engaging yeah. like with it now because like with social media, we can, you know, okay, so t bringing it back to like the American Idol talk, it's like, oh, all of a sudden people can participate, people can vote in, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in the same way, yeah, we can do that with politics. We can vote in and we can talk about it after, yeah. you and know, like on social media. NBC and will show people's tweets about like what, yeah, you I mean, know, they politicians have are saying and it's mm -hmm. like this whole like, we're kind of involved in their lives and they're involved yeah. in our lives, which is what reality TV is based on. It's like being that insider inside yeah. of like something where before we weren't involved in, like I, we weren't involved in um, a Kardashian's life. Like we didn't yeah. know how the rich lived or yeah. like what they did on a day-to-day -day basis. So and now we do. Yeah. And in a way, I think that kind of like, I think that's a good thing. Cause it's like now the public has, insight and not only insight but the ability to like comment on these things that we used to not be able to mm -hmm. like politics like whatever mm -hmm. but i think it's also kind of it's a weird thing because it's also i think taken a lot of legitimacy out of those institutions For sure. i think donald trump owes a lot of what he's gotten um by like TV and by yeah. media. Well, he started as, as a reality, yeah, as a reality TV, star. TV star. Well, yeah. well he didn't. He started he didn't, as a well. Developer. The thing, is, yeah, yeah and know. we were talking about this but, earlier. I and I keep using this word exploit because that's something I I think he was doing. He exploited this ability to build a public persona through like media and just I don't know. That's the way things were mm -hmm. because he was a businessman first off, or he was a and, real. He was in real estate. Yeah, that's I where remember he like people in high school would be like. Maybe it wasn't high school, probably more in middle school. Mm -hmm. But it was like, who do you want to be when you grow up? And a lot of people would say Donald Trump that because he was like this business tycoon, this like yeah. mean guy that was like, you know, well, had so much power. And then it's like, well. And like everything he did was just so pompous and extravagant and gaudy and yeah. like kind of what reality tasteless. TV is. People yeah. love to see that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I love to see that. I love the ridiculous rich people. Like, give me that. I love But why, like, like what is it, what is, what about that? interesting like, and, like, kind of, fu I don't know we why should it's stop funny. making stupid people famous. Yeah. It's funny, but I think. But, like. That's because it's so ridiculous. Like, everyone likes shit. I've like, given, I've given a lot of thought to, like, why we like the Kardashians. Don't be don't fucking rude. <laughs> and I think it's because, like we were saying, it's because we don't get to see how obscenely wealthy people live. Like, I have no idea how Jeff Bezos lives his life. Um, Do you want to know? No. Um, but I like <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians because they're terrible people. And it's just so fun to watch, like, obscenely wealthy people have, like, semi-normal people problems like they'll be like oh i have cellulite or like i lost my earring or like i'm mad at my sister but however the implications of like those things like i have cellulite and i know that because i'm photographed by paparazzi yeah. constantly or i lost my earring and it's a diamond earring and i lost it on a tropical island or i'm mad at my mom who's also my manager and like exploited my sex tape to make us famous and that's why we're rich and wealthy and everything and it's just like this is such an absurd life yeah. but there's aspects of truth I think 
that are similar to mine. But it's also like, like that's exactly what you're saying. It's a false sense of like they're just like me. But it adds perspective. I think for me, it adds perspective. It's like like, to my own life and my own problems. They're not. They also, sorry, they also act like they know they're on camera. Yeah, they know they're on camera. But like, the thing is, it's like they know they're on camera, but they're still like hot messes sometimes. And like, but that adds to their. But like viewers what also like is crazy to me is like you watch the show and you're like oh i'm getting a behind the scenes look and you're like i know that they have somebody do their hair for them i know that they all have plastic surgery and i know that they all have like a thousand trainers Mm -hmm. but like then you see them in the real in the real world of instagram um and they're just like (laughs) you're just like wow they look good but you like know what went into it mm-hmm. so you feel like you have a behind the scenes look but you also are like still like mystified by them and so mm-hmm. it's like you, there's still stuff you don't know like the fact that Kylie was pregnant like people didn't Hot know that for like seven that. months and it's just like I'm yeah, so confused how that happened like onto her I think it's like a magic trick I think that's why we like reality well, TV there's also the I think one of the big things about reality TV that makes it tricky to approach and there there have been undertones of this sentiment in our conversation so far but reality tv is such a, a misnomer because keeping up with the kardashians is filmed what seven to nine months in advance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we don't see anything but the absurdly carefully edited also the thing that's like crazy to me is they have these breakdowns like when kim cries at the so like when kim like breaks down crying and she has that really ugly crying face she fucking monopolized it she she came out but with kimojis. Th- okay, right. and to talk about that though, I think it's kind of like cool how they take like the criticism that they get and they turn it into like money for themselves. But oh, it's huge! Like it's, they really smart. get they just get. Sh- I feel like they've just been getting ravaged for years by people because like obviously like they look what they do on TV, but then they just like keep. It's not bring them down, is what I'm saying. They're yeah. not. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. No, they I, keep coming back with new seasons. They say it's going to be a like final what season. What can they do? Besides, and they keep you know, coming back. Murder. So like, that will are get they just the smartest people them. like ever? Like, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. And like, I don't think it has to be that big of a deal. Like, it's okay to like it. Yeah. I like you, the Kardashians, and I don't. I'm not ashamed to say it. And it's okay to fucking like that. Like, I don't know. It gives you a break from your own literal reality the like literal reality of life i think it's okay to like it as long as you're still critical of it i agree because if you're just like i like watching the kardashians i don't give a shit and then like kim kardashian does Bo Derek braids and quotes and they're cornrows yeah. and you're not like that's fucked up like you have to like i'm i'm so okay with watching like trashy television like the real housewives as long as you're like wait these people have obscene amounts of wealth and they're not doing productive stuff with it you can watch it you don't have to feel bad about watching it as long as you're willing to be like a critic and i think one of the appeals of reality tv too and we sort of touched on this earlier is you watch these people with obscene wealth have you know the same sorts of problems that we might encounter in our life sometimes their problems are insane (laughs) and not ones that we would ever experience but then you watch them deal with your their problems and you're like, oh, like I would be doing a better job with this right now. So on some level, we're like, oh, I'm smarter than Kourtney Kardashian yeah. or any of them. But then at the same time, we're the ones fueling their wealth. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's 
really impressive on their end. I have a lot of respect <laughs> for the Kardashians. They're like some of the most influential people, like, oh. and they interact with some of the most influential people in art and in music, like, She's with their to connection. Kanye. Yeah, but like Virgil Abloh, like the people that they know in the fashion <laughs> world, like it is like truly some like. It's beautiful to watch sometimes. If you're like, friends with Kendall they get Jenner. to go everywhere in the world, and you get to see that. Yeah. I wonder. Kendall, if you're listening, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> this necessary. No change. Oh. Awful. No, that is. I don't, there's just not much appeal to me because I get, in the same way that Olive says she gets a lot of like secondhand embarrassment watching Michael Scott on The Office. Return. I get a lot of just like, not even second. I almost feel guilty because I'm watching these shows and I am like judging them so hard. Right. Like I, it makes me feel like a shitty person. The thing is, like, people watch the Kardashians and they're like, they're fucking idiots and they're like, yeah. mad about it and everything. But then there's like, also young girls who are buying like the fit tummy teas and the appetite suppressant lollipops and it's like, oh, like shit. It's not just harmless like, stupid television. It's like they're having a major impact on the world mm -hmm. and like yeah. a lot of bachelorette and bachelor contestants like go on to be like semi-famous people and it's just like what these people do has impact on like real world people and it's like kind of weird to think about and you know that conversation yeah, that dark i like, have with it doesn't have to be so dark yeah. i feel but it like, is it's dark it doesn't too. have to be dark but it is dark in some <laughs> sorry ways. for making like, it all this, so dark like this is actually so <laughs> debbie like downer this took such a debbie yeah. downer turn like now i feel <laughs> shitty like that actually made me feel really shitty about like reality <laughs> I, TV. I, no, no. Even that's though the reality of reality yeah. tv but i always talk about with my roommates i'm like who the hell would ever go on like the bachelor and yeah. you think about it it's me Sean is an <laughs> Sean's phone number is <laughs> no and you think about it and it's like it's some degree of you want to be on television and then what part of you wants to be shown to the world it's like why would we idolize those kind of people that obviously crave narcissism Amanda will you accept this Rose I was actually thinking about this before. When when pe people on The Bachelor actually get married, like, in real life and have a family, it's like working with, like, your coworker and falling in love with them. Like, that happens sometimes. People who work in movies mm, together, shows together, yeah. and then they date in real life. Like, that's how I feel like when it does work out, the few times, and they always bring yeah. them in for, like, just to show them off because they're like, look, it like, actually does two work. Two people but, like, are still together out of our 19 seasons. But they definitely make a girl the villain at the beginning and like they make sure. her be crazy. And, like I, whenever editing. I talk to my friends, I think it's funny. Like I would think it'd be funny to go on The Bachelor and be like that crazy bitch. <laughs> Everyone's like, I low key root for her. Like I root for the oh, crazy one. Goodness. And they keep her. They keep her week after week. Like, do you really think that the the guy or the girl? actually likes right, the crazy exactly. one like, no. no they make the good tv mm -hmm. but it's like a communal thing too yeah. like watching the bachelors like yes i feel like we should talk about that yeah just like this like we were talking about we were talking when we about were talking early. about um watching american, american idol. idol but like the bachelor is a little different because it's not like you watch it with your family it's like you get all of like in my experience no it was my whole friend group my whole friend group would go over to my friend's house and we watch the bachelor and we'd be like i hate her you hate i hate her and like yeah. blah 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 and it's just like you're all having this experience together around an objectively weird tv show it's mm -hmm. not like you're watching like i like killing eve i thought that was very good it's not like you're watching this and be like oh that was a beautiful shot or like ooh, what's gonna happen next it's just like ah 
ah, she sucks. And mm-hmm. like, it's just like a time to be like rowdy with your friends. Right. I think it's like well, the bachelor's like well produced. Yeah. Like it gives, oh, it literally sure. gives time within the show for you to like talk to your friends mm-hmm. about it. Like during it, while it's happening. Mm-hmm. And like they clearly know what they're doing. Well, they also plan it like months in advance, just kind of like the Kardashians. Yeah. Oh yeah. After like they, someone wins, aren't they supposed to be like in secret for like, yeah, but you can Nine look up months. who wins yeah. if you want. I know people who do, and they still enjoy watching it yeah. as much as everyone mm-hmm. else. So, mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's TV that if you want it to, you don't have to think about the consequence of your actions, their actions, their impact on the world. Like, like so much other TV, like serious quote-unquote TV is like, like, but what if you did this today and like mm-hmm. you could save lives and stuff like that or like just like thinking critically about your actions is like think piece television and there's television for you to just be like this person's wealthy and beautiful I'm gonna watch it but I think that the same could be said about a lot of genres of yeah. TV like comedy like nothing is ever gonna force you to be self-critical necessarily i think it's you can approach any television show and if you're on the lookout for things you you can pick up on things and you can (laughs) make it sort of like a worthwhile exercise in self examination self-criticism criticism of society yeah. And all and sorts of other things. I think like things. what you were going for is that like it's just light, more lighthearted. But, sometimes. but yeah, you take it more lighthearted I, than like. Like everyone says, agree. reality TV is like mindless TV, yeah. where you can passively watch it and you can kind mm-hmm. of just enjoy the drama and enjoy the spectacle of it all. Yeah, and that is fair and, and that like, is valid. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, yeah, it's not guilt. Like it can be your guilty pleasure, but like you don't have to feel guilty about liking it. Yeah. It's just like really ing- at this point, it's like such a big part of our culture that we watch and like it's okay to like it and indulge in it if you want to. All right, we got a situation. I'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. Jersey Shore was so... Revolutionary. Yeah, for sure, but like to m- for me, it was so interesting because I grew up with three sisters and all of them are, we're all three years apart. So there's one three years older than me and then three above her, three above her. And Jersey Shore had such like a strange impact on like all of their friends and like their friend groups. Like people started wearing their hair like Pauly D and people started like. So many girls in my middle school had like. My sister had a bump it. I had a half bump. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I I was seeing that like. Because, I mean, I don't remember how old I was at the time when, it, like, it was big, but I was, like, early middle school. It wasn't, like, a big thing yet. But, right. But, like, my sisters, when they were in high school, it was, like, very influential for, like, mm-hmm. all the high schoolers. And they, just, like, everything they did seemed to, like, reflect. Like, we, my hometown built this, like, Jersey Shore culture. There's even, there's a music video about my whole hometown that got, like, 20,000 or 200,000 views on YouTube. Whoa. Look it up. Uh, the Twip. TWP. And there's a joke in there, a very, very true joke about like everyone thinking they're a part of the cast of Jersey Shore. And it it was just so strange how like everyone, yeah, just like really, really stuck to that show. I would like everybody to know that I also have a tie to a reality show. In high school, my chapel theme for one month, I went to a Christian school, was 
Duck Dynasty. Oh, God. You oh, mean to talk no. about that problematic shit. I, Livy, a lot to unpack there. Explain yeah. what that means. So we were covering... We had a chapel theme of the month, and usually it was, like, the fruit of the spirit or, like, oh stuff like that. And one year they decided to be, like, cool. And so it was um, TV shows. And it was Duck Dynasty, and we'd watched clips of Duck Dynasty at the beginning of Chapel, and then they'd like be like, "This is how that ties into our spiritual lives." I have no words. For yeah, that. I, I really don't, don't, don't have any words not. for that. Yeah. No, that's yeah, huge. The wild thing was on its face. The show, obviously high production value. It was super cute. They just did all of this backwoods shit, and then they would finish their episode with praying around the table. And I totally get the appeal of that to so many people. It's like, finally... (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Finally. My culture is represented. (laughs) I had an internship in D.C., and the guy was like, what's it like being from the Midwest? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never lived anywhere else. And he's like, do you feel like you're not represented on television? And I like thought about it and I was like, I mean, it's not a problem because I'm white and I can identify with most people, but like the Midwest lifestyle is not represented on television. They're all from New York or California or stuff like that. And so it was like, I think if you're not explicitly stated, if you're not like, like if everybody is not an overt Christian who prays around the table, you feel like you're being prosecuted, persecuted. (laughs) And so you need to show like, Duck Dynasty to oh give you a chapel theme. Duck Dynasty is the show that America <laughs> needed in the early 21st century. It was like 2014. <laughs> I will say that I really, really enjoyed the first season of Queer Eye last year oh, around this time. Yeah. That is a whole another box whole of goodies season. and a couple of worms. Should we talk about to it? unpack? We could totally talk Queer about Eye it. Is so. That's such a good show. Like that's such a good one to end on. Yeah, that see that's like where I like so reality wholesome. TV. It was about like I watched I think it was the first episode and the whole episode was about this group of guys just helping this man like put his life together in ways that he wanted and it was the most wholesome reality TV I've ever seen. Aside from like those weird like let's fix up a house that's pretty cool. <gasps> <you know>? HGTV. <laughs> oh my god, HGTV. What not to I wear? Like oh my god. <laughs> house hunters. Actually, International. No, no, Queer Eye, definitely more wholesome than HDTV. Yeah. Those shows were a little weird in some ways. But, House yeah. Hunters is the best. But, yeah, that one episode that I saw was, like, just some of the best TV I've ever seen. Queer Eye also, like, they don't do, they go to, like, the Midwest and the South. They, and like They're where, based in uh, Georgia. And mm. it's, like, where, you know a lot of those men who they deal with are, and then there's like one one woman but like they don't accept like gay people a lot like normally and mm-hmm. they, sometimes they like they work through it on the show like I remember they went to this um, they were helping this guy and his mom was like super Christian and stuff and like she talked about how like in the church they don't accept gay people but, like she's learned to love everyone and it's like really emotional wow. like i'm getting emotional talking about it right now like <laughs> seeing them in the south like i really want them to do my dad but like that's <laughs> nice it's i think it's cool that that they do it in the south like that that's like one of the parts of the show for me that's like super impactful that's true the the 
the one thing that I have pause about when it comes to that sort of stuff is I, I didn't watch the second season, but in the first season, there's an episode where they help out a cop and there's just this real awkward sort of three minute interaction between Caramo, who's the one black man, part of the Queer Eye Squad, and he sort of interacts with this cop and the cop basically says, you know, I had a lot of, or I have a lot of racist beliefs, but then he sort in, and it's this wacky, it's in about it? three minutes. He's like, now that I've met and talked to one, one of you, one I, I understand. And you know, maybe you're not so bad. And so while you can, so you can sort of watch that and say, this is like, I imagine that more is happening behind the scenes. Mm -hmm but to represent this huge years long uh, centuries long conflict right. in America being resolved <laughs> in front of millions of viewers in two okay, and a half minutes. I don't minutes. think that they were aiming to do that because the way I, I feel like I interpreted that whole thing super differently because like it was a like when they were driving to, to find the cop because they always have the scene where they're like, oh, I'm so excited to meet him. They pulled him over like as yeah. a joke because they're like, oh, I'm a cop. It's my bit. <laughs> and then there was like, oh, shit, wait, like, like, you know, it, it was very was real. Yeah, Caramel was driving. Yeah. And so I think it, I don't know. I, th I feel like I saw that different. Like I didn't see it. So like, but I guess, I guess I can understand what you're saying. Like yeah. they did. It is very like happy. Queer Eye is really happy ending. -y, yeah. But like, it's yeah. like if you take one guy and you're like, oh, now he thinks gay people are good. Like, it doesn't really change the It world. definitely doesn't change the culture, but, but it, I feel like it makes know. me feel a little bit better sometimes. And it shows I guess, that people but it's can like change. a false sense that it's like, yeah. oh, it's it not like everybody's going to change. It's just like, oh, like people you traditionally think wouldn't change can change. Yeah, yeah. I think. Queer Eye is like the opposite end of like Real Housewives. Yeah. It's yeah. like where it's all based we, on like fighting and yeah, you know, like, and even the viewers yeah. are watching to like yeah. like I said when I watch oh, most when I think reality TV, I'm just like judging and criticizing. I'm like, why are they just like, like putting like these? That. Why why are they putting like these that? like bad people on the screen? Like, don't you want to show some good? Go like, away, good bad stuff? people. Yeah, and then that's why it's like when I watch. Then I saw that episode of Queer Eye. I was like, oh, this is great. It's all about like helping people, even yeah. if it is pretty and simple and stuff. They're so cute. Are there any shows other than Queer Eye that are like that? I don't really know. I TV. mean, The Great British Bake Off is like a nice, good, wholesome but show. Is that a reality show? I don't think show. it's a reality show. No, no. Yeah. I wasn't in there for that debate. Game show. Oh, was like, Great British Bake Off. Not what aware. about the one where that Marie Kondo? Yes, oh, that's Tidying up. What is houses. it? It's Mar so cute. Tidying up with Marie Kondo. She just she's a small Japanese woman. I've heard about that one. Does it spark joy? Yeah, for you she personally? <laughs> she goes through your home. She goes through your home, and you she says, take each thing, look at it, and if it sparks joy, you like put it back because you want it. But if it doesn't spark joy, you you thank it, and, and then you let it go, mm -hmm. and you like that is awesome. See, that's yeah. the type of TV yeah. America needs. But that's also, yeah. that's like, how I ended like up like without toilet paper. <laughs> 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 I also I like watching people like get into fights and stuff yeah you need a well-rounded media diet that consists of wholesome <laughs> okay. good times yes. and then also schadenfreude yeah. out the wazoo i would like to watch kim kardashian cry for hours on end mm -hmm. but i also want to watch like people coming together and helping a community for sure 
actually fall asleep to a loop of Kim Kardashian <laughs> crying. <laughs> it's been really Honestly, helpful. Honestly, Kim, you're being so rude right now. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Arts Interrupted. This episode was brought to you by the whole gang. Our executive producer is John Faby Baby Fabian. Our assistant producers are me, Olive Scott, and Sean Lang. Our junior producer is Libby McKenzie, and our host is Sam Small. Thanks to Brad Gerwin for our theme music, Ryan Cox for our editing, and the New Yorker article I read to get most of our history was from The Reality Principle by Khalifa Sana. That's all, folks. Keep up with us and the Kardashians. Rewind. 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 Scared. Put the rind back on that watermelon. Scared. It just happened. The premiere of the culture podcast. <laughs>